1: All right, we're live. It's the last part of the weekend. It's 10 drink minimum. Let me pull everybody in here. I don't know why I said that so uh, radio voicey. My voice is a little jacked today. <laughs> I don't have any beer yet. Let me grab. Because I said what I said, people were like, I don't know if I believe you. Let me just pull out the first beer out of my box here.
0: Oh, no. Is it
2: Bud Heavy again? <laughs> Ugh. What? Which goes
1: with the banner, still no beer sponsor. <laughs> I'm going to drink Budweiser till someone sponsors us beer. Somebody save us. Save us <clears throat> from this terrible beer. Man, I am pretty rough, uh, rough for wear today. Oh, are you hungover? Oh yeah, yep, yep, yes I am. So is our friend uh, Tammy from uh, a good sign from uh, wearing the shirts. Is good sign. Her birthday last week, so uh, we had a social distance party last night, and uh, we all decided uh, the people that were there. We all decided to get her um, fancy whiskey. Like expensive, well, not, you know, not not crazy, not like $100 a bottle or anything, but, you know, like I got her some Templeton rye, which was, you know, I think it was like 50 bucks and everyone kind of got about the same. So we did, we did a, uh, <clears throat> a, a uh, tasting <laughs> and we ranked them of all the ones that were there. There was like four or five different whiskeys. I think there was five. And we ranked them, and then we kept, but we kept having to retry them just in case to make sure that oh, yeah. we were right on the ranking. And um, then I was also drinking beer,
2: and
3: so you got some whiskey boys going on.
1: And then also I was drinking some of this.
0: Oh, what? Coors, wow.
1: Coors is now making a seltzer. Coors, I drink Coors. Cur- you didn't a lot? No, just carry yourself, sir.
3: Want the bubbly buzz?
1: Yeah. How are you guys doing this week?
2: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I've had my fair share of hangovers this week, so I haven't been drinking for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I started drinking again the Ooh. other day. And whoo! Everybody should take like a break from drinking because it really, really Makes it easier to get drunk.
1: Don't you think that's a bad attitude okay. to give people to tell them? I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> Holly with
1: her bad attitude. I think everyone should not should not drink.
2: No, so, for yeah. just like a couple of weeks, take a break. And then you get wasted the first time you drink.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. I mean, how many drinks? Uh, so, like, when you, you you first came back to drinking, how many drinks got you all lit up?
2: Uh, two Truly's. <laughs>
1: wow! Yeah. Yikes!
2: But I literally had not had a drink in probably about a month, so yeah, that'll do it. That'll do and it. And craft beer? Oh, forget it. It takes one. And oh I'm man! Well on my way.
1: So how's everybody doing this week? James, you were losing power last week. He said.
3: Yeah, uh, all last weekend. Uh, after our, sh- like, for a half hour after our show, mm-hmm. I didn't have power in the house. Wow.
1: That's fun. The whole house was dark. That's fun.
3: And, like, uh, my whole block.
1: Did you ever find out, like, side, why? Like, what was causing that?
3: I don't know. Hmm. Like, when I was, when I was <laughs> about right. to go look it up, it came back on. So I was like, whatever.
1: Oh. Yeah, at that point, you're just, like, worried if the phone runs out, then what are you going to do, Right. Yeah. Do you have candles and this stuff? Hard-
3: oh yeah, I got candles and stuff. I got, I have enough like um, portable batteries to last me. Oh for yeah, probably like, a month. Yeah, I'm trying to
1: think what I would of do. I, I guess I have like a, a headlamp, and then I have uh, portable lights, I guess, and I would just hope that they would last long enough till they ran out.
2: Yeah. I don't. I don't. Camp- just- yeah. If our power goes out, I just read my Kindle until I fall asleep.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. I have an iPad, but yeah. Just have a book on that. I do. That's a good idea. <laughs> I would think of that right when the power comes on. I'd be like, "Fuck. I could have been reading that whole time. I could have been learning." <laughs> no. I
2: I wish our power would go out so then I would be forced to finish the like six books I'm reading right now. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I just I keep jumping between the books.
1: You just can't commit to one. You're just like, "Fuck it, I gotta go back to the other one. I gotta see what happened to her."
2: Yeah, Yeah, kind of. Well, and uh, Patton Oswald's wife Mm -hmm. was like really into true crime, Mm -hmm. and I just got her book, but I got it like in the middle of reading Mm -hmm. another book, so I've been bouncing back and forth.
1: I've got uh, so I was thinking about this because we're now you know how many months in what, what was it march like you know march april may june july august september we're like you know six six months into this you know uh so when this ends what what is the first concert you you want to see when everything oh. goes live again uh and this is for uh, the audience red well. light
2: cameras
1: red light cameras that's a good one i
2: was supposed to go to red light cameras for my birthday oh and then COVID
1: hit. And you know so. you can watch. They did a concert recently. I
2: watched it. Yeah. It's not the same, though. Yeah.
1: But we, we should plug that, though. So Launchpad uh, here in Albuquerque, which is a very small venue, but an amazing one. Um, they have been doing um these little concerts that they film. And they don't film them live. They film them uh, like... Basically, they just film them on a Friday and then they they go cut them up and uh, rework the audio, and you can go watch them live. But it's you know, but the sound is great though compared to like you know yeah. you have all these people who are streaming and they, you know they try to stream and the phone you know they they use their cell phone and it's just terrible. But their uh, YouTube channel is Launchpad, and you know smash that like and subscribe. But you can see local bands here in Albuquerque actually play. I mean, for what it is, it's actually the best thing I've seen. For oh, yeah.
2: I mean, it's great yeah. for what it is. I'm just saying Yeah. I can't wait to see them live again.
1: I still have my Rage Against the Machine tickets. That's my band I want to see. I have those tickets mm-hmm. for uh, Las Cruces, and they moved it to June of 2021. I honestly think that will be the first show I will be able to see, if at all. If not, it doesn't get moved. Wow. Mm hmm. So I don't know. Let me let me put that banner up. What yeah. about you, James? Who do you want to see?
3: Um, I I didn't have anything on my list. No? Mm, honestly.
1: Oh my god, man. Yeah,
3: I mean I usually I usually go see uh, My Life the Throw Kill Cult every year. You
1: do? They were supposed to play though, weren't they? Every year. Weren't yeah, they oh supposed yeah, to play?
3: Yeah they play at every year.
1: So they uh yeah
3: sometime. Got bit enough clout but come through to uh, Sunshine.
1: Wow. I actually, the can the concerts that were canceled that I had actually bought tickets for were Soccer Mommy, uh, Go Go Bordello, um, and Weezer. So I missed out on all three of those bands.
3: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. I actually had tickets, they all got canceled. Kind of a bummer, but yeah.
0: Bummeroni.
1: But James, you were talking earlier before we got online that you know that uh, that the the movie union has decided the film union has decided to start filming and they figured out a way to do it.
3: Yes, the uh, the unions have come to an agreement on a safe way to start filming again. Yeah, Um, I read that article and then like three days later, I got an email from my casting director saying they're casting for stuff again. Nice.
1: The reason why I asked that. Oh, go ahead. Hmm. Go ahead. What were you saying?
3: I said I, I – hopefully that means I successfully made it through this whole period without getting into a different job.
1: Oh, nice. Yay. The reason why I bring that up is because, uh, you know, I mean, we might run out of stuff. I mean, that's a big problem is, like, everybody's at home and you can't really go out. So you kind of have to depend on, you know, Netflix and Apple Plus or oh. whatever, Apple TV or, uh, you know – Disney i know plus.
2: i have already yeah. run out of true crime stuff
1: really so.
2: yeah there's a new one in three days and oh, wow. i am counting down the days
1: yeah but how many more of those can be in the can because that takes a while to do and so then you know mm. so i was looking at this so i found a list and it's movies that uh have been uh, postponed or delayed because of the coronavirus and I got this whole list. It's from Vulture. dot com. Um, Check this out. Yeah, go for it.
3: I'm. This is what I'm hoping.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm hoping that they they unshelve a bunch of movies that are already made. Yeah. That they're just like we don't really have a time to promote this. Yeah. This is the time. They're like, well, we have ready made movies. Well, let's just pump them out. We have nothing else right now. Well
1: yeah. it does have so what it does have in this list, it does say when they were supposed to come out and then it actually says what they've been postponed to. So is there anything you actually have have wanted to see this summer that got that got moved? Mm. That you can think of? So I can tell you when. It's probably coming out.
2: I can't remember. Like it's been so long.
1: Yeah. So since I've
2: even thought about going to a movie.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of them. <laughs> one of them. One of the big ones was The Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to be June 5th, and now it's going to be August. It says uh, June 5th to August 14th, but now it's going to be. I guess it came out. Did it come out October 2nd? That's what they said they it's moved not, it to. Is it still not okay. there?
3: I don't know. That's next week.
1: Yeah, I know. That's next week. So I don't know. I think I have seen ads for it, though.
3: Uh, well, I don't know if it's going to be a theatrical release. Yeah. Because uh, New Mutants movie was the first the first movie to be released in a theater.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a yeah. test
3: run, and I really wanted to see it. Let me see when this that article came there's out. There's no theaters open in Albuquerque, so there's no way for me to see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This was updated September twenty sixth, so it sounds like it's. Pretty neat. I
2: wonder if they're gonna do the thing they did with the Mulan movie and release it on Disney Plus for five million dollars.
1: Um some uh, it'll tell it'll tell on this list if it does. If it doesn't say then it's not I, as far as I know.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. So
1: yeah, uh, there's Candyman. The, mm. the one Oh
2: I was looking <clears throat> forward to that it, one. What's
1: that one? Jord- is that Jordan Peele that does that one?
2: Mm-hmm. Or is it the
1: other one? Is it which one?
2: Oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think he I think the new Candyman is him. So let me see here.
2: Well, Come I already on. saw
3: like two of the ones I wanted to see this summer.
1: Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah,
3: because they did like they did a direct release. What I movies saw, were those? Um, Tesla. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw Tesla and then the Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: How was the Tesla? Well, how was Tesla?
3: Tesla, I really liked it. Okay. Uh, you know I'm a big cinematography fan, yeah. and like it's just a gorgeous movie. Uh, really it's fun it's a fun movie it's super gorgeous
1: oh wow how about the Sonic the Hedgehog Uh,
3: it was everything you would expect from it oh really how was Jim Carrey in that it wasn't awful but it was I mean it wasn't great it was a it was a it was a kids movie based on Sonic the Hedgehog
1: okay
3: uh it was it was alright it was was pretty bad still though
1: yeah so I'm looking here. The it's can- like
3: watching yeah. Super Mario Brothers or something.
1: Okay. So the Candyman, it was supposed to be June 12th, and they're moving it to October 16th. But it's now set. Okay, now they're moving it to 2021 at some point. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm kind of looking down through this list at like some of the big famous ones. Uh, the Batman, which was supposed to be June 25th, 2021, is going to be next October 2021 we're actually seeing stuff from that already so that's gonna be rough wow um a quiet place part two which was supposed to be march 8th of 2020 is now moved to april 23rd of 2021 um let us see here other big films doctor strange in the multiverse of madness which the, the big rumor is is that uh shit they're going to replace uh nick fury because he's in the multiverse so there's going to be different you know people playing different roles
0: yeah
1: and uh god who do they have as nick fury in them in that i've i've heard a rumor of it uh but it's pretty perfect um let me see if i can find is those. it david hasselhoff no 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 uh...
3: it's not that big, nick fury
1: no 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 but he, he did play nick fury and uh... oh bruce campbell
3: Bruce Campbell, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I love Bruce Campbell. Just threw an eye patch on
2: him?
1: Yeah. They're saying in the chat, Quiet Place Two sounded like a terrible idea, but the trailer got me. Looks like it's a prequel I didn't like the
2: first one. You
1: so. didn't? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. That was the movie that like I was in the theater and you could hear people opening candy. <clears throat> yeah.
2: I I ca- I keep I I can't get through it. I keep falling asleep.
1: Mm. Um, apparently they're coming out with a Flash movie, which I think is supposed to be the Flashpoint. They've moved it mm-hmm. from uh, let's see, twenty twenty two to twenty twenty to I'm sorry, July twenty twenty two to June third, twenty twenty two. Looks like they moved that one up. It just hmm. seems like a weird one. I guess they were having trouble filming it. I guess uh, Godzilla versus Pre-production. Kong. Pre-production. Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, that
2: looks like a good one too. They're
1: moving it to May of May twenty first, twenty twenty one. Oh, my gosh. Is there two Halloween movies coming out? Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends? Is that the same? Yeah, looks like it. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I think.
1: Huh. Uh, What's the Matrix? Matrix 4 is going to go from 2021. I was
2: excited for the Halloween Kills. Sorry, Chris.
1: That's okay. I don't know what those are. What are they?
2: So, Halloween Kills is... um, they're bringing back like a lot of the actors from the first Halloween, um, and it just looked wow. really good. The trailer wow. looked really good. Like Jamie, I Lee don't Curtis? know about the other one.
3: Yeah,
1: is that what you mean, Jamie Lee Curtis?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was in the last one, and the last oh, one was? was so perfect. Oh, really? Yes, hmm. it was the best Halloween movie in the series
3: huh the H2O. it
2: fixed H2O. a lot of things that needed to be fixed i loved it so much
1: oh wow i'll have to That's check that great. out then because i've seen a lot of those um
2: like and Tread- hamster and i thought we were going to make fun of it and yeah. we ended up actually really loving it so i mm-hmm. highly suggest that okay. one
1: uh in the chat they're saying bill and ted 3 was yeah. a great stream release i liked it i owned it it was weird because like, whenever it came out for rental it was like 1999 and then to own it it was like 24.99 so, so I was like
2: might as well buy it. might
1: as well buy it so I bought it I mean is it a movie that I'll probably watch a whole bunch of no but I, it was you know <laughs> if you like the first Bill and Ted films both of them yeah it's great you know I mean it does everything you need it to do
2: well that's good there's even that's
1: a cameo good. by Carlin. Oh, nice and it makes you very sad but you know i was glad i was glad they brought that one out like i thought they were going to postpone that one and i was kind of glad it came out uh mission impossible 7 <laughs> which is being moved to later in 2021 yeah, but then a- but then there's oh. another mission impossible 8 which will come out the next year no
2: wow. i hate, why we don't need them <laughs>
1: Uh, well, Tom Cruise. I do. Tom Cruise owns the, owns the rights to Mission Impossible, so those are his movies.
0: Blech.
2: Blech.
1: I feel like for him, it's like his James Bond. I guess. I don't know. It is no. He,
3: he made his own personal James Bond. Yeah it's, yeah. it's crazy.
1: Ethan Hunt. You know. I
3: hate it. I
0: hate
3: everything about it.
1: Uh yeah. Oh my
3: god! Did you see the last one where Henry Cavill's the bad guy? It's so good.
1: I didn't see that one. Is it good? I didn't. I didn't. It's see really. It. Good. I'll watch it.
3: Like that series is pretty hit and miss, but the last yeah. one was really good. Like he straight up was like, "No, I'm not going to shave my mustache because I'd yeah. rather be in the in this movie than do reshoots for Superman."
1: Well, yeah, right. Um, so speaking of uh, Tom Cruise, Top Gun: Maverick was supposed to come out in June of twenty June of 2020, and then now it's going to be July of 2021. So that kind of sucks. Uh,
2: yet another movie I don't think we need.
3: What? What?
2: I don't think we need it. The first Top Gun was perfect. We, we don't, don't I know that's a hard
3: one. Hey, there hasn't
1: been a, a, a homoerotic <laughs> topless volleyball scene in a long time in a movie, Holly.
3: Yeah, come on, <laughs> Holly. Give it to the guys. There's we, we
1: there's, need it. There's Top Gun, there's Side Out, and I don't think there's any more than that. <laughs> I think that's I mean, the only one. I I'm ones.
2: not putting down the first Top Gun. I'm saying that it's a perfectly fine film. Yeah. yeah. The way it ended and all that all that. We don't need another one. And well, also maybe I just hate fighter pilots now.
1: From what I understand, I don't I don't I've watched the preview and I've kind of read a little about it. He's now an instructor and Goose's son is now he's in the the program. So
2: well, yeah, I think it is just that one incident I had yeah. with the fighter pilot.
1: Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah, on yeah, his cat. yeah. Oh, I that's think, right.
2: I think that's I'm just over fighter pilots now. <laughs>
1: uh, did they say Henry Cavill is the new Bond? I thought it was uh, Tom Hardy. That was. Yeah, I heard weird. it was Tom Hardy. Yeah, I heard it was Tom Hardy. I don't know if that's it's right. Tom. Could Hardy? be
3: wrong. Then that
1: Maybe.
2: was. I, I heard that on the rumor mill.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just wanna it see better Val- be
2: Tom Hardy.
1: I wanna see <laughs> Val Kilmer I wanna see Val Kilmer in the new Top Gun. 'Cause I you know, he has like no voice left now. He had cancer in his in his throat and they had to do surgery right. and like he lost so I was yeah. watching a movie one day and Val Kilmer was in it and they dubbed over his lines so someone else spoke oh, wow. for him and it was the weirdest shit ever. Like I was like, What the hell's going on here? But, you know.
3: Yeah, he look a tricky out
1: me. Oh, they said they get they got they got they got Henry Cavill and uh, Tom Hardy confused. Okay, that's fair. Oh, ah. Once Superman, once. I'm Bane.
2: very excited for Tom Hardy to be James Bond. Tom Hardy is like
1: it's is the weird like actor that like men and women agree on, and root for. And I, yes. and, I and I root he for him seems as well. Kind of
3: old
0: for him.
1: He what? what? Was that James?
3: He seems kind of old for the part. How dare you!
1: I'm pretty sure Roger Moore was well, pretty old when he... he did James Bond.
3: Uh, but I mean, action movies nowadays. Tom yeah. Hardy's going in there in his forties. Is he just going to do like three movies and quit
2: it then? No, it's hard to do action. He is in your 50s. handsome. Uh, he I think Liam like a fine wine.
1: I think Liam Neeson would disagree with you, James.
3: Okay. But uh, I, I expect a little more. I think people expect a little more from Bond now.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of Tom Hardy, Venom: Let There Be <laughs> Carnage uh, got moved from October 2020 to June of 2021. Hmm. That sucks. Does yeah. that look cool?
3: I liked the first one.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Untitled Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sequel, which I th- they feel like they could still make doing.
3: It's a cartoon.
0: Voiceover,
1: yeah. It's just moving later in 2022. Excuse
2: well, me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited that they pushed it because Danny loves Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. and we had to watch it three million times. Yeah. And I just need yeah. like a little bit of a Spider-Man Spider-Verse break.
0: Just.
1: You know, here's one that I feel like I agree with you that we don't need a new one. Untitled Indiana Jones movie moved. Yeah, from we don't need it. 2021 to 2022.
3: Who's gonna be in
1: that? Uh, it's only Harrison Ford talking about old.
3: Huh. You
1: know, I are think they, they gonna have
3: Shia LaBeouf back?
1: I don't think so. I think they tried to pass the torch <laughs> to him in that last one, and it didn't work. It didn't work. That was a well. Then they terrible... should really
3: they should really steer into the train wreck to see how the, yeah. it goes.
1: They're coming well, out who with. What
3: do you guys think? Is that worked for the Mummy Indiana movies?
1: Uh, well, Harrison Ford said as long as he's alive, it will be him. Oh. He said he refu- He will kill George Lucas I'm, I'm down if down. they try to replace him.
2: <laughs> I mean, Harrison Ford is also still very handsome. Yeah? I think so. Huh. You know who his age is super well? Who? Oh, sorry, Jake.
1: I'm going to say Sam Elliott is what you're going to say no oh
2: i mean he has yeah paul rudd had oh a yeah huge blow up oh yeah i just i cannot believe
1: interesting here's a here's a that beard feather. here's an interesting like eyebrow razor of a film tom and jerry december 23rd 2020 moved to march 5th 2021 like do kids these days have any idea who Tom and Jerry are? Uh, no. Oh, weird. Here, Here's the Wikipedia. Tom and Jerry is an upcoming 2021 American live action slash animated comedy. And based on the cartoon characters and anima- animated theor- theoret- ugh, theatrical short film series of the same name created by Hannah and Barbera. Uh Hmm.
3: It can be incredibly violent and upsetting, or, right. just like the original one.
1: Right. Originally intended as an Alvin and the Chipmunks esque live action slash computer animated film. In 2009, the film languished in development hell, with plans going to an all animated film, promising to capture the same veins as the classic cartoons. Uh, in 2018, it was confirmed to keep these veins, while officially confirming it will be a Who Framed Roger Rabbit esque live action animated film which would begin filming in twenty nineteen. Interesting. Hmm. Why I feel
2: w- like kids would like it though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've got Tom and Jerry, my D V D player, and my forerunner. Nice. <laughs> but a live action Tom and Jerry, huh?
2: Yeah. I think I think kids would like it though. Yeah. That's really the only way kids are watching cartoons now, by the way. They have to be like Pixar or live action or whatever. Um like or kids just won't watch it.
1: Yeah. Um that's but like Tom and Jerry was really, really, really violent though, I feel.
2: And dark. Yeah.
1: And dark, yeah. But, but we all grew messed
2: up messed- fine.
1: I don't know about me. I blame huh? Tom and Jerry. I'm just kidding. I used to I used to watch so it was really weird to me, so whenever I was going to um, on a trip a couple weeks ago, I was uh, speaking of Tom and Jerry. This is kind of in that vein. I was traveling outside of town and there was a billboard for, uh, what was her name? Vicky. Um, hold on, I don't want to get this wrong. Um, da 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 da. Vicky Lawrence. And I guess she was doing some sort of show at one of the casinos, and it was Vicki Lawrence and Mama from Mama's Family, which was the character that she played, right?
2: Oh, so it oh was, yeah.
1: So I was with my lady friend, who's quite a bit younger than I, and I had to explain to her, like, what she kind of knew the Mama character. But I was oh. trying to explain to her that, like, that there was a show on TV called Carol Burnett, the Carol Burnett Show. Cornette. And when I was a little kid having the same last name as Carol Burnett, I was like, always like, oh, yeah, someone has the same name as I do, you know?
2: Right.
1: And um, so I was telling her, like, that there was this weird thing where Vicki Lawrence was like an underling, you know, kind of like an undercharacter player on the Carol Burnett show, which was kind of like a, you know, it was a SNL sketch comedy thing that was on what, TBS? It was like TBS, right? It was for sure syndicated so on TBS. A-
3: it was it was a variety show type thing. She'd
1: well, don't come think, on,
3: introduce it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't think they had different sketches. But I don't, I like don't think the they had like parts. musical acts or anything like that though. I think it was just all sketch though, right?
3: Oh they do musical parts.
1: Did they? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. They didn't
3: have actual dance, but on, like but they one do of, like dance and song numbers.
1: Yeah. Well one of the characters though was like Mama. Vicky Lawrence created this character mm-hmm. called Mama. And it was so so big that it ended up spinning off its own show and then vicky lawrence was the star and then carol burnett was the underling on her show because she was one of the characters on the mama mama's family and i was just like man that had to be a weird dynamic to go from being the star of your own show to one of the people on your show becomes the star and then now you're you're on their show right i always wondered if that was some sort of like hot you know hot topic or it was like you know there was some I wonder if I can find that.
2: I hope that that they were supportive, though.
1: Oh. Uh, let's see here.
2: You know. Hopefully uh, there I wasn't so. any drama.
1: I, I just typed it in, and it said feud right at the end. Let's see.
3: Oh. No. oh, maybe people just want it if you want
1: Yeah.
3: Everyone likes a feud. Yeah, right? Sometimes people have pretend ones.
1: Oh, for sure. Who's that? Who real. are you talking about? Who are you talking about? No.
3: I have no idea who's that for 10 feuds.
1: Yeah. I can't find it. I, wanted to, I wonder if somebody can find that. Um, and Vicky Lawrence called her, Carol Burnett, her mentor. I just always wondered if that was like a real hard spot for her, you know? It would be like if if Holly Ann blew up and then I was like one of the guests on her show, I'd be like,
2: What the hell?
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke.
2: You would be like, no. You would turn it down.
1: All, no thank you. I will not do your <laughs> show.
2: How much how much
3: are you paying me?
1: Right. Uh Oh, wow. Yeah. So I and, and it was weird because like I'm like, wow, is that what Vicky Lawrence is still doing? She's just traveling around doing the the mama character for people that are like my because like I was a kid when that was the thing, you know,
2: I loved mama's house. Though. Yeah.
1: Mama's family.
2: Mama's family. Mm. I used to watch it with yeah. my Nana.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that
2: in Petticoat Junction.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, she was seventeen. Da, 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 da. Interesting. I'm trying to see if there was any kind of feud between, was written for Carol. Yeah, because they because Carol Burnett played the daughter, right? And then like I Tim believe Con- so. And then what was his name? He was from the Carol Burnett show, and he was on there as well. Not or Tim. Or the Con-
2: daughter-in-law. <laughs> was she the oh, daughter or the daughter-in-law? That's
1: right. That's right. She was the daughter-in-law, and then they hated each other. Yes. What was that? And then Tim was Tim Conway, on? not Tim Conway, the other guy. God dang it, who the was that? Who's, who's the other guy? The guy been? from Brit Blazing Saddles.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, what was his name? Give me a second. Harvey I Corman. Was he on Harvey yes. Corman? Was he on Mama's Family?
2: I think he played the son.
1: No, the son was played by I'll find it. Ken no. Berry. Oh, that's right. hmm I don't know. I think he I played so like I think that. you're right though that he played the son on the on Carol Burnett's show. And then when they cast the Wait. actual T V show I think he they got a different person. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe so. Wow, that show ran for seven years. Mm hmm. Interesting. What channel was that There's on?
2: There's a lot of episodes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Vicki Lawrence, Thelma, Mama Crowley Harper. Because she was like the original like sassy old lady. Yes. And then, let's see. Harvey Korman was Alistair Quince on there for 26 episodes. Oh, wow. Betty White was also on it. <clears throat> oh, Carol Burnett was only in six episodes.
2: Yeah, I think she just kind of came in, like, every now and then.
1: Okay, so I I guess she wasn't on that show as much as I knew. Oh, wow, Brent Spiner was on that show? Data from uh from Star Trek?
3: Yeah. Weird. You oh. must have been no a youngin.
1: It's always weird when you look back at a show that you watch or something. Oh, Rue McClanahan. So Betty White and Rue McClanahan were both on that show.
0: Wow. for lo- for lots
1: of episodes like Betty White 15 episodes, Rue McClanahan 24 episodes. So two wow. of the Golden Girls were on that show.
2: That's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh you know what another one is weird to look look back at. So hamster and I I decided to watch one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay. Cuz I watched Ratchet, and I needed oh. to figure out why Who, they made that show. Is it
1: good? Well, she was a she was a you know sadistic
2: well the show is beautiful Mm -hmm. i will say that it's beautifully shot but it's like a season of american horror story that went terribly wrong oh wow it's not very good uh i mean it's okay it's just confusing and kind of like weird um but we watched one pull over the cuckoo's nest, and like Danny DeVito, a very young Danny DeVito is in there. Oh, uh, wow. The old guy from Back to the Future is in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um Jack Nicholson, obviously. Sure. Like he's so young. It was really good. I mean, the movie is good, but uh, it did not clear up uh, Ratchet for me at oh, all. Oh really? No. That uh, it just, it, that show should be a standalone, uh, piece there.
1: Really? I wonder what, yeah, I so just, I, you were trying to figure out why they made it.
2: Yeah. I was like, why is this a, do we really need like her backstory? And then the most confusing part to me is like this mental patient gets there and the okay. the doctor is like Asian, the like head doctor is like Asian and there's this scene where a mental patient is saying he's Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Um no. It was just weird, bizarre. All of it just bizarre.
0: Mhm.
1: Well, I hear what you're saying. Interesting.
3: I haven't seen it yet.
1: I saw the I saw it on Netflix and I was like, eh.
2: I mean, it's worth the it. watch. Yeah. It's beautifully it know- shot.
1: Yeah. I
3: have to ask the same thing about, like the series Hannibal.
1: Yeah. Is I mean, it not? Was it not good?
3: Oh no! I mean, you get into it. it's really twisted. Yeah. But you're wondering, like, why do you need this much backstory? Oh. To Red <laughs> Dragon. Yeah. You need like four years of backstory to like something that is summed up in the novel Red Dragon, in like right. two pages. Yeah. Well, yes. that's well, that's so like I when knew they. This guy I mean, to be honest. Me over.
1: Why did we need three Hobbit movies, you know?
2: Oh, we True. needed three Hobbit movies.
1: Do you really think so? Hobbit. I thought they were, I thought they got slow, you know? I think
3: they got ridiculous.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm a nerd, so I'm always going to say we need more Hobbit nerd.
1: movies, but. Nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I don't know.
3: Oh, do you guys like the, uh, the Emmy
2: sweep?
1: Oh, Shit's Creek?
2: shits favorite Shit's Creek? Hell yeah. yeah.
1: I'll say this. I, I, I was really shocked by it. I was too. I do like that show. Now, it's, it's funny because like, it's really weird. I watched that show a long time ago. Like the first season when it came out. Let's see. What was the first season on? Um,
3: I watched it when it came out on Netflix. It that was it, like three. That wasn't ago, the first like place first
1: it came out, chicken. though.
2: Yeah, they it's made a, like, a post back. about it. Too. Yeah.
1: Uh, I didn't know Daniel Levy was such a big part of it too.
3: Oh yeah,
1: like he was a—he's he, like the best part. Well, but Have I mean, he came up—he up, came up with the idea for the show and everything. Very interesting. Uh, let's see, where was the first place I saw it? Um, I want to say it was on like Crackle or something. It was not on Netflix yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, Comedy Central, no. Where did I see it though? Anyway, it was on something like Crackle, and I was like watching it, you know. And a lot of times I look for shows that I can put on, and I can just kind of zone out and be on my iPad or on my phone or whatever, as most of us do. Sure. Don't let's not lie to each other. Yeah. And I just kind of got into it because I really, really did like. I mean, I like. I, I think that what caught my eye was that Eugene Levy was in it. And yeah, then, like uh, Catherine the woman who plays Moira, who I can't think of her name, uh, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. Cause like, I love, you know, Beetlejuice and she's, a, she's fantastic in Beetlejuice. Yeah. And that caught my eye. And then like, I didn't even know that Dan Levy was, you know, the, the, the son was like his real son. I was like, holy shit. Wow. And, uh, I was like, wow. And so I, I immediately loved Dan Levy's character. Um. And I loved it. Oh, and that. Then
3: they had
1: Chris Elliott on it. Chris, yeah, Chris that, that was the other reason Chris Elliott was on. So I was, I was telling my That's lady what friend. That's
3: I kind of saw the show. I was all yeah. I love those guys.
1: Yeah, and I was like, Chris Elliott's in it. It's got to be great. And I grew up like I know Smiley's the same way. You grew up watching Chris Elliott on uh, Letterman. And then the Chris Elliott show. Chris Elliott show, Get a Life. When he had that <laughs> show on Fox. And I feel like, I like for me it was like just awesome to see him like in something mainstream like good yeah. for him good for him because he would do he did an adult swim show like uh what was that <laughs> one called um god what was that something hawk I mean, like I missed it. it was on adult swim late at night um let's see television god he's done a lot of shit <laughs> holy crap
3: was it birdman attorney at law
1: no 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 um Not
3: Harvey birdman?
1: no eagle heart 30, oh. 34 episodes on Adult Swim. He fought crime. Uh, let's see. Here's the, here's the premise. Eagleheart follows U.S. Marshal Chris Monsanto as he fights crime with his two partners, the slow-witted Brett and by-the-book Susie. They take on drug smugglers, art thieves, kidnappers, and con artists with bloody violence and gruesome deaths ensuing. Uh, huh. The marshals report to the chief Who gives them their assignments There's little continuity between episodes in the first two seasons The third season features an extended season long Storyline entitled Paradise Rising hmm. But it, parod- it uh, was a parody Of Walker Texas Ranger And it portrays a great deal of graphic violence Oh so. <laughs> I need, <that. laughs> yeah. I need Eagle to check Heart. that out Let me see if I can find the uh, There's a trailer for it I don't know if it's good
2: my oh. mom. This might be an unpopular opinion. Just what Chris is yeah. looking for this trailer. My mom loves Texas Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh wow! And she would make me watch it with her. Like they had like a block of TV on Saturdays, that was like uh, MacGyver and Walker, Texas Ranger and Matt, not Matlock. Yeah, Matlock and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I what, cannot
2: stand Walker. Uh, yeah walker texas ranger can't do
1: it let this. me pull this banner back here uh boom all right this is the trailer for eagle heart season one Yeah.
0: i am afraid chris there are some things you must never know marshal chris monsanto
4: What's going on? The question itself is flawed, Chris. <laughs> What's the matter? Don't you recognize me? I don't know. Did we bone or something? Be so sorry. Sincerely. Well, me so horny. For
0: justice.
4: <laughs> okay. I didn't want to do this. But you gave me no choice.
3: <laughs> What's he doing?
0: No, it can't be the Death Punch. <laughs> I've
2: heard about it for years, but I always thought it was a myth, like fibromyalgia.
4: No, it's real. Only nobody's ever done it before. Not even Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I need to watch this to be great. Oh, it's on DVD now. Sweet. So, yeah. So, Eagleheart. That was the show. Like, that's the last thing I saw him do before this, and I think, uh... You know, I don't know how he got on this show, but, you know, he's great. (laughs) I like how his name is Roland Shit.
3: (laughs) Roland
2: Shit. Roland Shit.
1: But, yeah, it was pretty shocking to see that they got the sweep, you know? And... Anytime that happens now, you got to think there's going to be a lot of copycat shows.
2: Yeah,
1: I remember when The Office came out, and then there was just tons of copycat people.
2: Yeah, well, be- I love the Shitstake best- them. Yeah, the,
3: the best part about it is they they won it on their last season.
1: Yeah, so it was kind of like They're yeah, all the end. What other show? There was something that won, and I was like excited that it won as well. I'm trying to think. Um, you know
2: what post I really like to congratulate Shirts Creek was the good place. Yeah. Uh made a post and they said congratulations Shirts Creek and then they're like, "Why can't we say Shirt?" It was great.
1: <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. I'm trying to think there was something else I saw and I was like, "Oh wow, I'm glad that one as well." Um I'm glad that, that Watchmen won limited series. That was that if you haven't watched the Watchmen series on HBO and read the like the weird thing is is you have to you have to read the comic Watchmen, the graphic novel mm-hmm. before you I mean you don't really have to but you can you need to read like kind of a synopsis of it.
0: Right. It helps out.
1: It helps. But if you watch the Watchmen movie and then go to watch the Watchmen TV series You'll be okay, but you're not gonna. There's gonna be a couple things you're just like, I don't really understand this thing. But if you read the comic, you will like the, the the squids, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked this little hand in scary oh. movie, for Chris I did Elliott. Too. Yeah, Chris Elliott was great it was a Scary Movie too, I believe. But I liked the Watchmen, t- the TV series on HBO, and I wish they would do it. Another- it was weird because like when I first started it, I was like, I don't know. And it's really weird because, like, that came out before 2020, and it and it has, and and, and I don't know where they they decided to take this because it doesn't have anything to do with the comic or the movie, but it's it's very like race relations in the Watchmen TV series. Oh
3: yeah, it's
1: like
2: that's what I heard.
1: Kind of like superheroes versus the Ku Klux Klan. I like that. Yeah. But it's really good. And it's really, the way it ended, I thought was pretty, pretty amazing. And so I'm kind of glad it got Best Limited Series. Um, good Lord. Yeah. They won a lot of awards, man. I'm trying to find the that other was, one was, that I was like, they excited. won like all of them. Yeah. Uh, who else won? There was one that won, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um,
3: it's got to be nice to like be like, and this is our last season, and we just beat. Um, mm-hmm. what was it what Modern Family? Oh, yay! Here, here's
1: here's who I was happy won as well, and I know that people who are fans of this show, you've got to be fans of this character. So in the in the in the in the Netflix series Ozark, mm-hmm. there's an actress named Julie Garner, and she plays Ruthie, and. I know there's been a lot of characters throughout history who've taking, taken the art of swearing to a new level. But in the, in the new age, Ruthie is the, is the king of swearing. I don't know if you guys have watched Ozark at all. Hamster has I've, watched it. I'm not into it. My favorite fuck... Oh, really? My favorite line that she says, and I say this to people that watch that show all the time, she said, I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> yeah. And and you have to hear her say that because she has a sick like Southern accent. I don't know shit about fuck, <laughs> you know. When they ask her a question, and you're just like, <laughs> "All right." And so I always <laughs> think of that I don't know shit about fuck. She's she's my favorite character on that show, and she's like super like when you say like saying the word sassy is not the word. She's <laughs> that times a thousand, you know. It's just amazing like and then her just the the how they've whoever wrote her lines is just it's just amazing but
2: she's probably more along the lines of how my grandma describes me which yeah. is either spirited spirited or firecracker firecracker and that's <laughs> her nice way of being <laughs> like uh yeah this is my granddaughter please just expect the unexpected to come out of her mouth
1: yeah oh yeah it's like I don't know shit about fuck. I love that line. I love that. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> That's just great. So she won uh, for uh, supporting actress, but it was crazy because I think every actor, the all the main actors from Shits Creek won Emmys, right?
2: They, it, they were yeah. literally calling it calling the awards show the shit Schitt's Creek's awards.
1: The shit show. No, just kidding. Yeah, because it won. I mean, nine
2: Emmys
1: is out- a lot. Outstanding comedy series. Um, That's a big one. Annie Murphy, supporting actress. Catherine O'Hara, lead actress. Eugene Levy, lead actor. Daniel Levy, supporting actor. Uh, Daniel Levy, uh, writing comedy series. Oh, he. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. He won it for um, one of the episodes. I see. Yep. Okay. I was trying to understand And what directing. That... And then, yeah, let me get there. Um, is there. Yeah, Daniel Levy directing. Uh. Is that all?
3: No, they have two more.
1: Did they? I don't see them, though.
3: They have. Uh... They have one for casting and one for uh, contemporary uh, oh, costume okay. design.
1: Ah, okay. They don't have that on here, so I got gotcha. you, man. But
3: nine in all—that's crazy.
1: That is crazy. Good for them, though. So they call the you call the Emmys this year the the shit show. Definitely. I just think it's funny that it was called Shit's Creek and like people, you know, that title alone though, people had to have been like, eh, I'll check it out, Shit's <laughs> Creek, you know.
2: The shit show.
1: <laughs> you know, I thought that was pretty funny.
2: Uh, just probably just hearing the announcers at the award show say "shit's creek." Right. I bet those the uh, what the censor people were like. Eh. oh, it's fine. It's spelled think, with a ch. It's okay. I think you can <laughs> say
1: shit a, a certain number of times. I remember that whenever you, they first announced you could do it, South Park did it.
2: And oh then, yeah, and that's it, right. And they had the little counter in yeah, the bottom.
1: Yeah, which was hilarious. Always pushing the envelope.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh, other fun new things. Did you know they put out? On, uh, Comedy Central put out a whole series of shorts for uh, Reno Nine One One.
1: Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, but it's not on. Oh. It's not on Comedy Central, though, is it?
3: Um, I don't know. I saw it on the new. Uh, what was it QB?
1: Yeah. That's oh, what I thought. Quibi. Whatever. Quibi. I think it's on the Quibi app. You have to watch it on there, right?
3: Yeah. It's worth it. They're all like seven minutes long, but yeah. it's so it's so refreshing just seeing a lot of professional comedians making fun of the police. It's yeah. hilarious.
1: Interesting. Okay. Did you have to download and watch it on that app?
3: Yeah, I did. I had to stream it up to my app. Uh, that sucks. TV. Um. Still hilarious
1: yeah so i'll tease this for the second hour so last uh for friday night so we had a guy alejandro montoya moran on the show oh yeah you know a couple months ago a month you know i think it was what two months ago maybe anyway his movie millennium bugs finally uh debuted at a film festival but it was an online film festival over the weekend and i got to watch it on friday Oh, cool. And so I would like to talk about that a little bit. Um, awesome. And then I rewatched his original movie uh, Monday that he made for $7,000 for the El Rey Network TV show uh, Rebel Without a Crew. Nice. Because it's on Amazon now. You can watch it for free. If you have Amazon Prime, oh, you go on there and you. it's called Monday, M-O-N-D-A-Y. It's one hour long and... I think it's actually a really great film for being made for only seven thousand dollars.
3: Yeah, I'll check it
1: out. So definitely check that out. But I'll tease for the second hour. Millennium Bugs. My review. It's kind of interesting because there was a. It it was really interesting to watch because it's a you know he's made the he made the movie for seven thousand dollars, and then this was his this one I think was like forty thousand dollars and he raised the money on GoFundMe. So, definitely will. I'll talk about that for the second hour. Um, do you guys have anything to promote?
2: Um, I just have my Instagram, her usual Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I am at HollyBird Comedy. Um, and on November twentieth, I will be in Greeley, Colorado Ooh. with Kirk Fletcher.
1: Sounds fun.
2: It's gonna be so much fun.
1: Yeah. Faux show. James, what do you got?
3: Uh, As per usual, you can uh, look for me on the uh, second season of Midnight Texas or on Brave, uh, both streaming on NBC or Hulu. Mm -hmm. Or um, if you want to have fun, just watch Daybreak on uh, Netflix. Uh, I'm in the background a bunch on that one, too. Uh,
1: And for us, us, we're we're now part of a a collaborative group called the Bareilles Podcasters Guild. It is a group that... uh, I'm a part of, we're launching November 6th, and if you live in the Albuquerque area and you want to start a podcast, we can help you do it. Um, We're still in the process of getting everything set up. We'll have a studio. We're going to be set up in the B. Rupee building in Borelas, the Borelas, New Mexico area, which is the oldest neighborhood in Albuquerque. So if you're looking forward to maybe starting a podcast but you don't know how to do it, not only are we going to have equipment you can use, but we are going to have people like me who've been doing this for a while who can help you do it with whatever questions you have. So keep on the lookout for that, Brella's Podcasters Guild. Um, And uh, I haven't told Holly and James yet, but we'll be doing a special show like on, I think it's the Tuesday of that week. Tuesday, the November 3rd, I believe, is a special show we're going to do uh, to help promote the launch of that. We'll be doing it with awesome. one of the other members of the Podcasters Guild. So, yeah. And I'll be on a show of one of the other people's. You know, We're doing crossover. We're crossing over like uh, Marvel and DC used to do back in the day. Um, other than that, we're live here every Sunday. Yeah. Um, 6 to 8 p.m. For next week's show, I don't have a verbal yes yet, but it's pretty close. I should have for everyone Joe Anderson. If you live in the Albuquerque area, he is the... If you watch live music in Albuquerque, he is probably the guy who owns the venue. He owns... One, two, three, four, five venues, <laughs> you know, music venues. And I would like to get him on to talk about what is the future of live music. So let's hope that happens. Fingers crossed. I think I have him pushed over the edge. Uh, he doesn't like doing stuff like this. He's not a <laughs> big fan of interviews and such. So if you see him, tell him, tell him to do it. But uh, for sure, let me see here. Uh, and then during the break I'm going to play my Video where I went to Cloudcroft And visited my family I think it was pretty fun So I'm going to play that um, What do you think guys Come back about 7.06 Probably
2: Works yeah. for me Yeah.
1: So uh, check out our website And add us on all the social medias And uh, thank you guys for watching We'll be back for the Billy slash Wavy Hour here shortly don't uh don't lose us but uh come back and hang out with us definitely we drink budweiser when we do the show and you should as well but always remember never get too drunk to jerk 10 drink 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 (laughs)
0: minimum.com
1: you guys
3: Whatever,
0: you're my baby boy. Shut up, baby boy. World class education. Indeed, that was a lot of small business.
1: rifle. We're going to shoot 357 Magnum shells now. that left me yet I'm the same man I was Oh, hello, welcome back. It is the billy hour, the wavy hour. We're live, it's 10 drink minimum, it's Sunday night. Oh, I am hung over. Yes, I am. Let me bring everybody back here. Let me unmute. Cool, we're back. Hi! Can't unmute because they've muted themselves? How dare you?
2: I had to cause Mitchell. I know you love Mitchell, but he was barking. So
1: son of a bitch,
2: son of a Mitch.
1: We actually caught a little bit of James at the end talking to his cat. It's
2: funny. <laughs> um. Oh. oh, you know what Oops. I forgot to talk about in What's the that? first hour? What's that? I forgot to talk about my new hobby.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh yeah. I am making resin art. Yeah. Um, really? Yes. <laughs> it's so fun. You haven't sent um, any
1: pictures to James at all?
2: No, I forgot. I can show you guys my resin art if can you? you want. Yeah. yeah, I can go grab it.
1: Yeah, do okay, so. Okay, I
2: will be right back.
1: Yeah, she sent, uh, she sent me some pictures of it. It looks pretty cool. She's made some uh, 10 drink minimum themed art. And I think if she does well, she's going to try to sell it on an Etsy page. Um, I don't really know what that means. I think it's like a page I, where you, you create a store, right?
3: I, I have no idea.
1: Oh. I thought maybe you had four I, or five I, Etsy pages, James.
3: No. No. When I make arts and crafts, I have like the, the – I have, I just throw them away when I'm done. Why? I was like, that was very entertaining – I'm going to throw that away
1: now. You don't sell it?
3: No.
1: You don't think someone would, out there would want James Smiley from 10 Drink Minimums art?
3: I don't even try to give them to my friends.
1: Yeah. You don't do the Arts and Crafts Fair at the State Fair? No. What does James do Not when he goes... Not
3: so much. I mean, I don't do... Yeah. I don't do very much for children.
1: What does James do when he goes to the State Fair?
3: I do sketches.
1: Yeah. Do you go to the state fair ever? Uh, Is that a thing for you?
3: Not for a long time. Uh, only if I'm
2: performing.
1: Okay. All right, Holly, I'm going to give you the, the camera.
2: Okay. Ooh. So I made this little jewelry tray.
1: Mm hmm. So and I can put all has... my earrings. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, these are earrings.
1: No. <laughs> no, I could put all my earrings uh, in there.
2: And that's. A 10 drink minimum button. In nice, there. nice. And then this one was tricky, but I made a 10 drink minimum, like.
1: I like that dish, a lot.
2: And it has 10 drink minimum.
0: Yeah. Very uh, nice.
2: And then I also made Ooh. a necklace. This is my favorite thing I've made so far.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
2: So, yeah, that's what I've been doing in my spare time now.
1: Will you be setting up a uh, booth at the State Fair next year? That's what we were talking Uh, about.
2: (laughs) I don't know that I'll be setting up a booth, but I probably will be setting up an Etsy. But here's the deal. Um, I kept waking up with headaches after doing resin pouring. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, So I need a respirator uh, before I can make any more things. I didn't even think about it. I don't know. And, and, like, the crazy thing is that if you watch tutorials about how to make resin, none of those people are either. Oh, wow. And then, so I wa- I found this, like, scary-ass video about this lady who has chronic illness because of pouring resin without a mask. Mm-hmm. She permanently scarred her lungs from y- years of doing resin every day. Oh, excuse me. I hiccuped. Um, and now, like, she had chemical pneumonia a number of times, and now she has permanent damage to her lungs, so.
3: Yeah,
2: so I'm just gonna (laughs) wait until I get a respirator to make any more things.
3: Yeah, you wanna do it outside, and you wanna at least have one of these on.
2: Yeah, well, I'm gonna get one of those, like, the ones with the, like, can-type things on them.
1: Like Walter White uses
2: yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna get the same equipment that they they use to make meth um, to pour reds. There you go.
3: So, um, <laughs> like any construction site, you'll have those. Yeah, yeah. You
1: can just get them at like Home Depot or Lowe's.
2: Yeah, so I just haven't ventured out of the house this week. Probably being
1: Hobby Lobby, but you know, fuck them.
2: I don't. I went into Hobby Lobby just to see what resin supplies they had, and they had a couple of really cool things. But I looked at hamster, and I was like, "I don't want to pay for these." So we're just gonna leave. And he asked why, and I explained to him that they are, um, yeah. they deny people birth control, so you, you, I feel dirty. You didn't want to pay for them,
1: room, so you just put them in your purse and walked out.
2: No, That's what <laughs> I, I just left them again. in my basket.
3: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we pretty much got a rundown, if you look at a couple of our episodes, on just how to leave the store with those things that you want.
1: I don't think we have that. Do Come we on, really Holly. have that? Do we really have an episode teaching you how to steal? <laughs> Welcome the, the, to. There is
3: one. Not, I didn't say that word.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Anarchist Cookbook Podcast. I'm your host. I'm just Did kidding. You
2: guys here. Mm-hmm. President Trump's. Uh, thing about the anarchist weapon No.
1: No, this sounds it's, amazing.
2: It's cans of soup. What? And TikTokers have taken this speech he gave Okay. Uh, and made it into videos, but uh, he literally was like, yeah, they use cans of soup, and then when they get caught, they say it's for their family. It's just soup. Mm-hmm. But you can really... They don't use bricks because
1: they're too heavy. Right. Use cans of soup. It's great. Oh, okay. I see what you're
3: saying. I'm not throwing food around,
2: I'm sorry.
1: Well, it's like it's like whenever you you know, they have a thing where you can get in cheaper to the to the state fair or into a show. And if you bring canned foods, so you bring the cream you know, the cream of mushroom soup in. Right. Or the, you know, the corn.
2: Maybe that's what the anarchists yeah. are doing. I don't know. You're not bringing the uh, good stuff, I, I, you know.
3: Whatever random thing you have in your pantry.
1: Yeah, whatever no one wants that someone bought. You know.
3: Mm-hmm. I have two cans of manwich in my pantry, and I'm like, when am I going to use that?
1: Oh man, oh, I love manwich. I watched this video of a woman eating a can a canned hamburger.
2: Oh, I saw that. Ugh. Oh. Oh.
1: So gross! But, like you boil, like you put the can in boiling water, and then you take it out and yeah. you pop it open, and then you eat the hamburger. And I
2: almost threw up. Oh, it looks
1: so gross, man! Fully canned hamburger. Let me see if I can pull this up here. I'm not gonna watch the video. I'm just gonna pull up a canned hamburger.
2: This one's
1: open. Oh yeah, dude. And
2: it had, like paper on it. Yeah, because it had the bun oh, and yeah. everything. Like. Ugh.
1: Creamed possum, yuck! <laughs> all right. Hold on, See, I got...
3: And this is a person who's.
1: I'm planning
3: on having fried spam and ramen for dinner.
1: Well, that's fancy.
3: Spam oh no, it's
2: delicious. Like, all right, I don't love it, but yeah. I don't think it's as gross as a canned hamburger.
1: There's a place in it town, definitely, definitely. Uh, Palmer Brewing, and. They have tacos there. They have a you know Taco Tuesday, as most places do. They have um, spam tacos, and they are some of the best tacos I've mm-hmm. ever had in my entire life. And I am not a spam person.
2: You know what I used to love was there was in what is now. Bleh, Here's the in canned what is cheeseburger. Now,
1: Whoa. In
2: what is now Side Effects, there yeah. used to be a different place. I forget what it was called but they had a spam masubi
1: Oh yeah 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 I remember that and it was uh, spam sushi basically
2: It was so
1: It was good. What was the name of that place?
2: Um I don't remember It can't remember we but had it the side effects. Like yeah. yeah forever and I loved that place, um, yeah. forever, I, loved that place. Um, I thought we had like one I
0: the, dudes the, at the
1: place. I want to I want to give a shout out to Oni Noodle Which is down the street from me.
0: Mm.
1: If you guys guys live in the Albuquerque area, this is not a paid advertisement. This is me saying good (laughs) things about a local place. So, Oni Noodle was a a pop-up slash food truck. I think they had a food truck, but they were a pop-up for sure. And so, they would just random... The guy, whoever owned it, would randomly do pop-ups places. And, you know, it's ramen. And I had never had regular... Like, I had never had professional, like, done ramen... It's uh, so good. And so, um, they they first opened up a couple months ago, and they're on the corner of Sixth and Central. And they the building was all boarded up because of the the protest uh, issues. Um. And so, what they would do is, is you went on their website, and you had to pre-order for dinner. They started out that way, right? And they would sell out. Like, you would. they would sell out before they even opened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then they decided to start doing lunch as well. And basically, you would just go up to this. Literally, the building is boarded up. And they had one door open. And they had a little piece of paper that just said Oni and pointed it at an arrow towards the door. This is how good the food is. And they would sell out before they opened. So now, so then a couple weeks later, they decided to do lunch so you could pre-order lunch. And, you know, we did it a couple times. Well, then uh, last week, they decided because of, you know, you can now have um, people in the restaurant. They decided to open the restaurant, but you still can't go inside. But they, they have a patio that they set up outside and they bring in every night and it has uh, i want to say like 10 tables
0: mhm so you, you wow.
1: very strict very strict best covid uh rules i've seen you walk up to the door they don't let you in they let they let you know one group in at a time and you go right to the register and you have a menu right there you order right there you pay right there and then you go back outside and you sit down and then they bring everything out to you and
2: you are the fourth person that has said oni noodle is the best
1: it's awesome so i went we went yesterday and i got embarrassed because like um you know we do this show and we you know people see us so we go and this guy comes over and i think his name was was daniel and he's like, "Oh, hey, Chris! Hey, oh man, awesome you're here!" And he like he introduces himself to my lady friend. And he's like, and then he looks at me. He's like, "You really don't know me?" He's like, uh, "But uh, I know who you are." And He's like, "You're the mayor, of, uh, unofficial mayor of the downtown." And he's like, "Oh man, thank you for coming in." And I was just like, super embarrassed. I was like, "Uh, th- thank you." <laughs> you know? But the food was amazing. And our friend Amanda Michonne works there in the kitchen from the red light cameras. Oh.
2: I do love me some Amanda Michonne. So
1: I want to give them a a shout out because man, that food is amazing. I mean, it is not it is not cheap. So if you're going to go out and you think it's like a a regular night on the town, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pay some bucks. But it is it is gourmet ramen for sure. And then we had what did we have? We had uh, pork belly braised dumplings
0: oh, for our appetizer. That sounds so good.
1: It was. And then uh my, my lady friend, she had uh, ramen with clams and they'd flown the clams in live from somewhere in Asia and then killed them, of course, and then cooked them and boom. So they were fresh. She had fresh clams.
0: Wow in her,
1: in her food. So yeah. Very on the if you're downtown and you're looking for a nice place to eat, that is where you're gonna go. But it was so oh, funny I oh. Love a- Oh let me let me finish one thing, so like this gro- this bike this biker and his lady drove up, and they saw that people were outside eating, right, so they go in and then about five minutes later, they come out and she's like, "I don't even know how to pronounce half that shit, you know, and they just get on a motorcycle and right away, and I laughed. I was like, that's funny wow uh I
2: have a question, yeah. Christopher, yeah, uh, so I enjoy. Uh, following your lady friend uh-huh uh she is one of my favorites okay and the other day she had on her story a chantilly mm-hmm. cheesecake mm-hmm. and i tried writing to her on her story but my instagram was being weird
0: okay
2: i would like to know where the hell she got that delicious looking cheesecake
1: i'll tell you this man she, uh, you know, and I don't really normally talk about my, my personal life on this show, but <laughs> she has a knack for finding pastries. Mm. Um, so She
2: always has really good-looking pastries. Oh, my
1: God. So we were driving to Truth or Consequences, and she's like, yeah, I got this uh, banana cream donut from The Witching Hour. She's Ooh. like, uh, you want to try it? So I'm driving a car. She has it out, and she's, like, kind of, like, putting it to my face so I can take a bite out of it. One of one of, the best donuts I've ever, ever tasted in my life. Almost wrecked the car. Like, it was <laughs> fucking off the charts. And then she'll randomly bring me. She'll be like, you want a donut from El Camino? Donuts, which is a new donut shop in Knob uh, Hill area. And. Ooh. She brought me, you know how like they do the the regular donut, but they do like a twist, like it's a long donut where it's like kind of looks like a French braid. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, about?
0: the coilers. Dude, the she letter. brought me
1: one the other day. Dude, this motherfucker was this big, dude. It was like a foot and a half long, and of course it was wow. amazing. So where she got the cheesecake, uh, the the chantilly? Was it on her regular post?
2: Yeah, it was on. Well, it was on her story.
1: Oh, I'll have to ask her.
2: Because she,
1: you know, and and I'm going to make everybody hungry, but there's a weird thing going on like right now where you have these donut makers that aren't opening shops. Yeah, they'll just use it. Someone they'll they'll rent a kitchen or they'll have Mm -hmm. a kitchen and they'll make donuts to order. And the witching hour is that way. And they put their donuts in Zendo coffee and they put their donuts in uh, Castle coffee, which is both downtown. And it's kind of one of those things where you have to get there early to get the good donuts or you kind of get fucked. And, oh, wow. And, and I'm talking, they're like 4 or $5 a donut. But, wow. But, but if
2: they're good, dude,
0: they're
1: some worth the, it. Yeah.
2: There's craftsmanship that goes into that. Yeah.
1: and So, so yeah. I
2: have been dying to mm-hmm. try this food truck donut thing. It's a donut food truck yep, here we, in Rio Rancho. We've they're seen here it. in Rio yeah. Rancho like a couple of days a week. Yeah. And I, anybody who knows me knows I'm not a morning person. Right. I'm just not. But everybody keeps talking about this donut food truck that I apparently need donuts from. So tomorrow is Jason's birthday or hamster's birthday. And I am thinking about getting up early and seeing if the food truck is there and going Hmm. and getting us some good donuts.
1: Have you had the? So what's, uh, early? 5 a.m.?
3: what's that?
2: What's what's early?
3: Like five a.m., six a.m.
2: I mean, to like what's early to me, yeah. or like to normal people? Because right, right. to me, eight a.m. is early.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I've already been at, already Ooh, Rachel at work.
2: Rachel Gutierrez, don't you even don't you even do that?
1: Motherfuck, no, 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 no. <laughs> um,
2: no.
3: No, I told her no. No. No.
1: And it's Whataburger. No. Uh, <laughs> no. So um, have you seen this? It's McDonald's. That's ha- the truth. Have you seen the waffle <laughs> food truck?
2: I have not.
1: It's called uh, With Love Waffles. I've had it once, and they keep posting stuff, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm a huge waffler. Like, I like waffles. Waffler. <laughs> um. So yeah But there's I've got to tell you that If you can get to Zendo Early The witching hour If they have that banana Whatever fucking donut Jesus man That is one of the best Fucking things I've ever eaten in my life Like I'm gonna I, have to try that Oh man The texture Cause like with donuts With donuts You have different You know You have different categories You have texture You have glaze Mm-hmm you have uh sweetness you know you have toppings right you know and you know like you know i remember whenever uh i mean we had donuts made for us by uh rebel donut they did the 10th anniversary donuts and they said tendrick they were amazing i remember going to rebel donut and thinking like oh man they have cereal on top of the donut they put uh fruity pebbles on a donut yeah and now that's old hat that's old hat that's just hack now you know like wake up folks gourmet yeah. that shit have you had the bristol donuts where it's in the uh double-decker bus and you buy your donut and coffee and then you go walk up the stairs to the second floor of the bus and you can no. chill out there fucking great let me see if i can pull that one up
2: i need that in my life
1: they uh i don't yeah. remember how well uh the the donuts were i, I want to say they were good uh, I need to have it again. I think they moved to the, uh, to the, the Heights area. They were in Knob Hill. Mm. Let me show you what this looks like here. They make some good looking donuts though, but I always feel like it's easy to make a good looking donut, right?
2: Yeah, make it look yeah.
1: good. That's easy. the easy part. But does I mean it I don't know good?
2: if it's easy per se, yeah. like. If I made donuts, they would look like my four-year-old made them.
1: But if you made them every day,
2: I mean, feel like, sure.
1: you, know, you could make a good donut. But I, you know, there's this whole like revolution of gourmet donuts going on, at least here in Albuquerque, right? Yes. There's a big deal, so it's like, it's like there's, there's two things going on. You open a new, a new, a new brewery. You better you better have your game in, in in check. You open a donut shop, you better have your game in check. That's what I'm saying here. El Camino Donuts, I'm going to give them a, I'm going to give them a definite thumbs up. I had the nice. one I had the big donut from the other day. You know the classic glazed donut. They they killed it.
2: Wow. I like a good classic glazed donut. Yeah. Oh. By the way, I don't know if we talked about this last week or even mm-hmm. the week before, but so my bonus daughter has a huge crush on James.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't talk about it on the show. So, but.
2: so here's here's uh, something that happened. So Danny came on the show a few weeks ago. Yeah. And James rode home with us. Oh, I need to go check that out. That's pretty cool. I like that. But so, uh, Danny had mentioned that, you know, her heart was crushing on James. Oh.
1: Because
2: he's so sweet. Okay. Um, and then she went home, or she (laughs) went to her mom's house, and she told her mom about her boyfriend, James, but this week... She, I think it was on Wednesday or something. She randomly comes up to me after playing in her room. And she goes, I don't think James can be my boyfriend anymore.
0: Uh-oh, oh I
2: said, why? And she said, well, he's really handsome and he's really sweet, but he hasn't called me.
0: Oh, James.
2: So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, she said she would see what happened Mm. but she said you don't call her enough so you might need to make a phone call would you like to respond about that (laughs) huh
1: would James like to make a response
2: yeah James
3: um you know I think she's probably better moving on (laughs) (laughs) did you tell did did you tell her I already have a girlfriend I think I told her that as well
2: that's okay she also had a crush on the doctor she went to see when she uh it was the first time she ever said anything about a man being handsome yeah was when she got bit by that spider and she would not shut up about the doctor's hands he had handsome hands Okay. Uh and he was so sweet, but then she met James and that's all she talks about now is how handsome and sweet James is, so Huh.
3: You know. I get that I a lot. Interesting. <laughs>
2: oh, it's so funny.
1: <laughs> so there's a uh donut place. I'm looking up donut places on Yelp, right? There's one in Albuquerque called Much Ado About Muffin.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. And it says it serves the Rio Rancho and Albuquerque area. I'm trying to figure out. It. it looks like it's down the street from my house. Oh. It is on 12th Street. Okay. But
2: well, where is the Rio Rancho one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I could
1: actually ride over there tomorrow and try this Much Ado About Muffin and check in with everybody. Okay. Okay. So I want to talk about, I teased it for the first hour. We had our, our friend, director, writer, Alejandro Montoya Moran on the show a couple months ago for his, yes. uh, his short film, Perps, that was on YouTube. And he was talking on there about a movie that he had made called Millennium Bugs. They did yes. a GoFundMe, and he raised about forty grand, And they made a movie, and it was supposed to come out at South by Southwest. And, of course, South by Southwest got canceled. So it actually debuted Friday at the... Let me pull it up. I don't want to get this wrong. Um, Where's it at? Of course, I don't see it now. Maybe I can just type in. It was the Urban... uh, What was it? Really? Urban World... um, Let me pull this up. Urban World... Film festival, and you know, is a, it's a film festival created by a found one of the founding partners of this Urban World Film Festivals, HBO. So it's kind of a big deal, and so I watched it on Friday with with my lady. And the movie takes place in 1999, like December starts like 28th or 29th, and you know, I, I want to say you know. Like the the main character, there's two main characters. One works in a video store, and the other one works. Uh, she doesn't work. She has like money because her pa- parents died and left her money. Um, I thought it was going to be a love story. It Was not a love story, which was kind of refreshing. Um, but uh, it takes place. It, it doesn't say that it takes place in Albuquerque, but it's funny because like they, you know, I I got them, the Moonlight Lounge to film in. And then Barney got him uh, the, the launch pad to film in. So mm. you so you see lots of like Albuquerque throughout the film. And it was really funny because the main character from his first movie, the $7,000 one called Monday, makes a cameo in this as the lead singer of a band at the Moonlight Lounge. And the whole band is dressed as pirates. And... He goes over and he gets behind the mic and he starts singing and the backup singer is Amanda Michonne and the drummer. It's like the whole band. The backup band is the red light cameras. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: And then they make the launch pad into a comedy club because the main character, Miguel, whose actual real name is Miguel. He's one of the guys who does the the show at the box theater. Oh, yeah. uh, Which is a comedy. What is it? Improv group. He plays the main character and he's slash also a comedian. Mm. And his nemesis is a guy who got like an HBO show that got canceled, uh, but it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it for forty. You know, like you know, like even though it was made for forty grand, it doesn't feel that way. It has a real Kevin Smith vibe to it, um, and I mean that in the best possible way. There's a lot of like, uh, om- homages to clerks in the in the film. Um, oh, that's awesome! You know, for a indie film. I mean, it's not, a, you know, and I prefer, I honestly like indie films a lot more than I like, you know, I do like popcorn, big budget films, but I feel like it, it's the best film he's made. Um, I liked it a lot. I would watch it again. Um, I feel like the guy, Miguel, who was the, who was one of the main characters was a great actor. I thought I, that was much better than I, I mean, his improv background seemed to work well. Are you like putting on your, 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 your lip gloss?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. So, yeah, I was pretty... It's called
2: Wavy Hour. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, no, that's fine. I just thought that was awesome. Then there's James doing his. I just thought it was... I thought, you know, I thought it was a good follow-up. I was like, because I was really anxious to see, because I had a little bit of stake in this film. Uh, I donated money to his GoFundMe. Um, When he was going to make the film, he needed uh, tapes, mixed tapes, for he wanted mixtapes made for his main actors so they could get in the headspace of living in the 90s so Mm -hmm. i made him mixtapes i borrowed someone's uh it was a double a double tape deck so so i could make i could actually i made the playlist on my computer
2: like you made actual cassette
1: i made actual cassette tapes for him
2: that's awesome
1: had them like you know had the you know writing on them like this is the song this is the song this is the song, and he bought them Walkman, and they had mixtapes that pr- they probably still have them, and so I made those for him and then I got him the the Moonlight Lounge, so that they could that's film awesome. there yeah, and it's really funny because like you watch it and you're just like holy shit that's here that's here they filmed a lot downtown you could tell, and I always just enjoy that and I think that Albuquerque needs to get. Really hip behind more of that, like it's he he shouldn't have to do a GoFundMe. The city should help fund that, you know. We should we we For should sure. create that Austin vibe. We should create that like film here more. If you want to be a filmmaker and uh, you know, we we just you know get all the the biggest indie filmmakers in the world and bring them here, you know, and right. help fund their movies. So I thought it was fantastic. It's called Millennium Bugs. I don't know when you can watch it because I had to watch it at a film festival, but. It, whenever you get a chance, whenever it's on Amazon or whatever, watch Millennium Bugs. It's great, especially if I you can't wait. especially if you grew up in that time period and you remember where you were uh, at the end of the millennium when everybody thought the world was going to end because that's kind of the premise. Is they're like they keep talking about the world ending and people are like buying up water and uh, buying oh, yeah. up canned goods, which you know felt like the beginning of this year.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: So yeah. it was it was fun. I, just I enjoyed all
3: it. All in silver and had a backpack full of vodka. What's that? I said I just dressed entirely in silver mm-hmm. and and had a backpack full of vodka.
1: My friends and I we were out in the country because <laughs> I lived future. in the, I lived in the country and so we threw a party out there and we felt like if bad things happened. It was really weird because in the movie they kept saying they thought it was going to be a virus that killed everybody, a computer virus. Which it wasn't a, there was nothing about it being a computer virus it was the fact that computers couldn't delineate between <laughs> 1999 and the year 2000 they they, they yeah. thought that the nine it would be 1999 and then 1900 yeah um but we were like out in the country and we drank we shot off fireworks i i'm not proud of this but i'm pretty sure we lit a chair on fire and hit <laughs> somebody with it oh
2: my god <laughs> yeah i was 12.
1: Uh, so you didn't do any of that so you didn't light a chair on fire and hit somebody with it then
2: i did not i i remember that my dad wanted us to stay home because he wasn't worried that the world was going to end but he was worried about the people who did
1: oh yeah 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 people who believe
2: that exactly so he, he made me stay home and i invited my little best friend that lived two doors down to come hang out with us and Mm. her mom would not let her come over because her mom was not celebrating that night they literally thought the world would end yeah Um, i mean i just remember that i was like wow this is crazy because my dad was like i'm not he's like the world's not gonna end it's gonna be fine yeah. But I'm worried about the crazy people who think it is gonna end. And right. then it turned out that my friend's parents were those crazy people. Or I swear they probably still don't have to buy toilet paper. So
1: From the millennium.
2: Yeah. Wow. I swear they're probably still stocked up.
1: They were they were watching the beginning of this year and they're like amateurs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I still can't like I still go to the grocery store and there's still yeah. not fully stocked on toilet paper.
2: It's going to be a while.
1: Like they still haven't caught up on that. And, and then I bought, so I bought um clean wipes finally. I found them. They're like very generic clean wipes. And have you guys bought any uh um hand sanitizer from any of the distilleries at all?
2: Yeah. Um I have not yet. So
1: when you get it, it has a pungent like uh sulfur smell. Yeah.
2: Sulfur
4: smell.
1: Yeah. So when I get the the hand sanitizers from Walgreens, I'm thinking they're going to be legit, you know, you know. And I open them, and there it is, boom, sulfur smell.
3: But it goes I, you know, away once you let it air
1: out. Well, but they're they're uh, clean wipes. I don't want to leave it open.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, you because know, they'll kinda, oh. they'll dry out. Yeah. I'm no, th- I, sure I agree. I, I, I have get a jug. Some
2: essential oils and just drop them in there.
1: Yeah. You guys and your essential oils. They cure everything. Have you
2: guys watched Unwell, by the way, on Netflix?
1: No. No, no. Uh
2: The episode on essential oils is... Freaky. It's a ride. Uh, I had no idea that there was a cult-like following for essential oils. Really? No idea.
1: Well, people think they cure everything.
2: Yeah. It's, it was insane yeah. and the episode about bees oh. curing everything was also in fuckings people
1: think that bees will cure oh, that everything
3: the thing where they sting themselves
2: yes oh. they go to whole like retreats where they think bee stings are going to fix everything and let me just say this um we need bees yeah and if people are just stinging themselves a bees, Every bee right? dies every yeah. time they steal. Every time they sting somebody, they die. Please stop doing that. It's yeah. not curing anything.
1: <laughs> mm. That's a little out there.
3: That just sounds like a drug habit.
2: Yeah, it was. I highly suggest. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. No thanks.
3: You gotta pull it right out of their butt. Well,
1: have you watched that guy? That, like, lets animals, like, bite him or sting him? No. Oh, God. It's bad. Like, it's one of those things, Ugh. like, I've never, like, every one of them I've seen. Like, he'll he'll choose, like, they'll choose, like, some, like, heavy-duty, uh, what is it? What is the channel?
3: Um, I have seen the show.
1: Uh, let's see. Guy. Who lets bugs bite him. Yeah, there we go. Coyote Peterson. That's his name. And uh, he's a YouTuber. And let's see if we can find one.
2: He just lets things bite him? Oh, yeah,
1: to show you what it does.
2: Oh. Yeah. So I'm it's highly food allergic food. to bee stings. Yeah. So that just makes me nervous.
1: Is this the guy? Let me see here. He, is this him? Brave wilderness. Yeah, looks like him. But uh, his name is Coyote. Yeah. And... Let me pull it up. I'll pull it up for you. I'll pull it up so you can see it. Yeah. And so he lets these things come in, and I mean, it, he, he, it fucks his shit up almost every time. does not look happy. Yeah. I mean, least, let's fast forward to...
4: Something happening. It feels like sandpaper grinding against my skin. You guessed it. They drank a lot of blood. Look and at that, yeah. And it's all of body. anticoagulant. Yeah, seems- I do some pretty crazy things.
1: Yeah. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> let me fast forward to the the. this is the tarantula hawk and uh, it does not look like it, it looks legit bad
2: oh my god yeah
1: and so where shown, is
2: this man's mother
4: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> so here we go yeah
4: oh, look how much my hand is shaking probably like yeah. Hold on. so I get a shot of her <sighs>
1: I watch a lot okay. of YouTube, Boy, so you this guy's really, big. Really good He's good big on YouTube wow, look now. At
4: that going. I got a really good hold on her. It took me oh a minute God. to get the right oh hold, but God. the right hold is what is important. State Paralysis, just let the wasp fly away. Don't try to grab it. Don't do anything. It'll be back into the wild, and everything will be fine. All right, Coyote. There you go. You
3: okay, man? Is that Your heart
4: racing. Yeah, look at this. Million miles a second. This is the most nervous I've ever been. To take a sting or bite from anything, my hand is shaking. (laughs) Are you guys all ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. I'm Coyote Peterson, and I'm about to enter the sting zone with the tarantula hawk. Let's go for it. One, two. Oh my god. Here we go. Three. It's just
1: oh got him
0: ah!
1: <laughs> That guy's like oh you all right The yeah. fact he got that thing back over oh! it is crazy
4: oh. oh my gosh
1: This oh! guy oh! okay. does this on purpose man tell
4: so me what are you feeling
0: What? Oh,
2: oh, him what, him what, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> this man needs a woman in his life most to be like what intense are you doing? pain I've ever felt yeah I, don't think I can talk
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so bad but you're like I gotta watch this I gotta see what happens to him.
4: and then he'll like let's see if we can get to where like this arm is in a state of paralysis right now ah uh, 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 Why? Oh my god. Yeah. You need anything? Right there. Oh you need wow. It? Oh wow.
1: Yeah. And then uh like he fast forward They'll show the uh, arm. Uh, and his arms will fucking swell uh, up. Or, wow,
4: his putcha kiss see if my arm is warm to you. Oh yeah, it's all really it's like really taut. Uh, uh, oh hold on, let me walk around for a second.
1: And by let's see if they show it. Trust
4: me. It's coming. I'm Carrie Peterson. I don't know if they show it at all. from the Hawk.
1: Let's see if it shows. Uh,
4: all. Hot to the touch. I guess not. I wow, guess
1: this his... didn't swell up. But some of them, man, does swell his shit up, man. What? Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. No, that's...
1: no. Huh? No thanks. Right.
2: What the? F- no, why does this ride with that?
1: I don't know, man. People are crazy.
2: People are dumb. Is People what it, are dumb. You know what's gonna happen? You mess with nature like that, it, you're gonna die.
1: Yeah, that could kill. You gotta think, man. You know, certain at a certain point he's gonna run out of shit. I think he's gonna be doing a Unless a, a rattlesnake like, gosh, bite. It. Yeah, yeah, but then like you know that shit's so poisonous. <laughs> right. What's what's that, James?
3: I said, well, he's he's gonna run out of things that he can actually take without dying having yeah. to take an anti venom right
1: afterwards
2: right. oh my god Yeah, you know that, he's gonna do that. i am so stressed out like my watch just went off like you need to breathe
1: oh yeah. really like it tells you that like you're you're too much yeah. anxiety
2: <laughs> it'll yeah. tell me like your heart rate is too high like Oof. just calm down yeah, that,
1: that, that kind of shit i was like you know like you you really want to be famous on youtube man i get it
2: <laughs> holy shit man that's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to go check that my EpiPen is okay, right now. That's yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a rough one, right? I mean, I've I've watched a couple of them, and like his, there's one that I watched, and his fucking arms fold up so big,
2: and I'm Dad. like, man,
1: you can make one YouTube like video like what per week? Because then it take you have to like heal up for a week,
2: you know? I mean, I feel like a person like that doesn't give a shit if he healed up or not
1: you know. I would.
2: I mean, I wouldn't let things bite me personally, but...
1: But uh, Coyote Peterson, everyone, YouTube video.
2: Wow. I'm sure
1: people are going to be like, oh, I want to watch that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I do not. That stresses me out. Stuff like that stresses me out. There's a
1: lot of crazy videos like that on YouTube, and it's really interesting. Like, There's one where they just cut things in half with a water cutter. So, you can see what like it looks like on the inside? Cut in half? You like know what
2: I watch on YouTube? Is the videos of them cutting soap?
0: I'd watch that.
2: It's just like, not like making soap. Like, they put little cuts in it and mm-hmm. then they cut it and it all falls apart. Very oh, satisfying. They it.
1: Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Like they're
2: carving the soap? Kind yeah. of, yeah. I've. Uh, like an ending. Put it
1: in and then, yeah. there's a the design there. Do you ever watch the Sometimes. the the, the yeah. flaming hot lead ball stuff on YouTube? The what? Like flaming hot lead ball, and they're I like, know. we took a flaming hot lead ball and we sat it on a watermelon, and it just like you know burns. You never seen a flaming hot lead ball? Here, hold on.
2: No, I I I
3: kind of remember that.
2: I've been... I just watch a lot of murder people. Like, yeah. there's this girl who does, it's, she's called Makeup and Murder, Murder uh-huh. and Makeup. And uh, she talks about murder, like, true crime things while she does her makeup. That's oh, my wow. jam on YouTube.
1: That's pretty cool. Here we go.
2: Yeah, I like her.
1: All right, here you go. And I'll probably have to fast forward. But they, they do a flaming hot ball. <laughs> oh yeah. On different objects and see what it does to it, you know. This is totally a, a man channel. Men are
0: like. Oh. I was just
2: gonna say, like the things you guys watch yeah. on YouTube is totally different from what I watch. Yeah. I watch cute animal videos and murder.
1: Well, I watch that too, but like. That one's kind of <laughs> weak, but like there's other ones on there. Like,
2: uh, um, there's also that guy who wraps rubber bands around things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. I like that. He's
1: gonna put a flaming hot ball in beer.
2: Okay. I've been
3: watching that one. Where's like, uh, he like puts, uh, giant magnets inside of uh, liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And then sees how it affects different kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah. It's just weird shit. You just want to see like what happens, You're like ooh, all right, all right, I get it. Huh? But that's what YouTube I like my is for. YouTube
3: a little bit more scientific, but also for no reason.
1: Well, there's a guy that does yeah. like the backyard science, where he does like backyard experiments in his backyard. That one's pretty good. I like that kind of shit, but I don't know. Ugh, I'm pretty hungover this week. I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to. <laughs> to stop this, I'm ready to just lay down again. Are you Sorry.
2: Right? Yeah,
1: I really phoned it Are in this week. Are
2: you gonna be okay? Yeah.
1: Did we were drinking? We were drinking different shots of whiskey, then beer, me, then beer, and then seltzers all in one night. I mean, that's stupid. Yeah, that's, that'll do it. That's dumb. How I didn't throw up is beyond me.
2: That's impressive. Yeah.
1: Obviously. I feel. I feel. I feel. You're not used to it. No.
3: I, I can hear the grumbles, just from taking whiskey shots, man. You get that uh, whiskey. Get the whiskey.
1: Yeah. i Well, just not maybe a,
2: you should have thrown up, and then you wouldn't be so hungover.
1: I feel that's a good point. You no, are right. But his
3: throat would have been twice as worse. True. It's
1: true. I'd be like, be able to sing certain songs because I'd have <laughs> that voice, you know. Yeah. You ever get like a sore throat, and you're like, oh, I can sing this song now, and you start singing. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: All the time.
1: Pretty little angel, hot. <laughs>
0: like,
1: I could sing that song now. So, all right. I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, we're gonna end this <laughs> show early. Uh, James, what do you got to promote?
3: Uh, well, as per usual, just uh, me on NBC and Hulu. So that's yeah. Midnight Tennis and Brave, respectively. And yeah. if you want to see me on Netflix, it's day, uh, Daybreak.
1: Nice, Holly. What do you got?
2: Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Comedy. Also, just a little tidbit, as of tomorrow, I am four years cancer-free. Nice. Uh, So if you want to celebrate that, uh, donate to uh, any kind of cancer fund, or uh, especially for ovarian cancer research, that'd be great. Um, But yeah, so tomorrow, no cancer for four whole years. Nice. Nice.
1: um uh, our our Instagram is at Ten Drink, our Twitter's at Ten Drink Minimum, our website's tendrinkminimum dot com. And uh look out for the Barillas Podcasters Guild that's coming. We're gonna set that up. It'll be around. Man. Oh sorry I had to phone in this week, guys. I got pretty wasted last night. <laughs> My bad. But I uh, you did good. thank you guys for watching. With
0: that, we are 10 drink drink minimum. Bye, guys.